0: Hey, how's it going everyone? My name is Matthew, and you're watching AMS News, where you can find all the new and noteworthy news regarding films, TV, comics, books, sports, and pretty much everything that's cool. My name is Matthew, um, and I am AMS Films, and if you are listening on iTunes, you can always go on our YouTube and see the video version, and vice versa. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can always go on iTunes and download this and listen to it on the go. Thank you again to Gasper M for our theme song, check out his Facebook, SoundCloud, that's in the description below. Um, Also check out our short films, we have uh, Tortured and The More You Know, that's on our YouTube channel under the playlist titled Short Films. I know, shocking right? Um, So this is an interesting episode, it's uh, AMS News number 58, we're going to be talking about Marvelous Marvel, DC Talk, other movies that do exist. We got a lot of game central to talk about because this was e3 um so uh i'm not gonna go too in depth on a lot of the things from e3 like i did last year but i'm gonna glaze over a lot of it Um, and then we're gonna round it all off with box office race of course as you guys know i'm not doing the trivia when i'm when i'm by myself um, as always, if you have something that you want to talk about or if you want me to talk about, um, say it's a story time or say it's something else, just, uh, you can email it to me, amsncfilms at gmail.com, or you can tweet it at me, at amsncfilms. And, uh, of course, you can find all those in our description below. Well, let's go ahead and get this show started. <music> So first off, we're going to talk about Marvelous Marvel. Um, The only thing that we really need to talk about is Spider-Man Homecoming. It seems like every week they're they're releasing something else, uh, a new character or a new uh, actor that's going to be in it. Um, We know that Donald Glover has been added to the cast of Spider-Man Homecoming. Which is very interesting because way back when we were talking about Spider-Man going to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we were hoping, I was hoping, that Donald Glover was going to be casted as Spider-Man and he was going to play Miles Morales. So my popular, or the popular vote in my vote would be that he's playing Miles Morales. Um, In the Spider-Man universe, obviously he doesn't have to be Spider-Man, but he will one day become Spider-Man and take over Spider-Man if Marvel decides to go that route. But having him become established in this movie will be really cool. Um, Maybe he'll just be um, a friend of Peter Parker, just like a, a random friend that that it's a possibility, um, but we'll, we'll see. Um, along with Donald Glover, there's a couple of other um, actors that have been added to the cast, uh, Martin Starr and Logan Marshall Green, um, they've been added as supporting characters. Um, Martin Starr is amazing, I'm hoping he plays a character exactly how he plays every other character that he's played, like on Silicon Valley, he's amazing on Silicon Valley, so funny. Um, Logan Marshall Green, he's great too. Uh, really looking forward to seeing what character both of those will play. And if they're going to be, you know, they're going to be supporting characters. But are they going to be good supporting characters? I guess we'll find out. But that's it for Marvel. Um, we're moving on to DC Talk. Um, so we have Tyler Hoshin, Um He's been added to the cast of TV's uh, CW Supergirl. Um, he's going to be our TV Superman, um, so, and and may I mention that it's really good to say CW Supergirl, um, I think it should have gone to CW in the first place, but that's neither here nor there. I'm really happy to have CW, uh, Supergirl. Uh, but anyways, Tyrell Hoechlin, um... I'm not really familiar with the actor. I don't think I've seen anything that he has been in. Um, but it's nevertheless really exciting to have another Superman, uh, a, a TV Superman. I mean, we we've gotten a little bit of Superman in that show, but it's never it's never showed his face in in Supergirl, um, which is partly because I, I'm sure the writers didn't want to have a Superman person in there Um, but also it it may have just been because the writers wanted it to be about Supergirl and not having Superman as a crutch which even though they did crutch use Superman as a crutch a couple times in the first season it's really exciting Um, I, I have no idea how they're going to tie in this Supergirl with the new with the CW universe, um, the CW DC universe, um, because they've already established in The Flash that Supergirl is in, on Earth 3, so how they're going to tie it in, having, uh, Supergirl in, uh, maybe Flash or Arrow, it'd be amazing to have her, like team up with all of them, like all, all, all the four shows all together. Um, Super, Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, um, the Legends of Tomorrow. All, all of them would be amazing. So that'd be really cool. Um, moving on, um, Rick Gonzalez. He is set to play Wild Dog in Arrow season five. Um, now that's really interesting. I'm hoping that this, um, next season of Arrow is good. Um, I don't, I think Wild Dog is a, uh, another vigilante, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think he's a, a good guy that helps, um, that helps Green Arrow. Um, but we know Rick Gonzalez, he's, he's been a, an actor for a, well, uh, uh uh major actor not a major actor but a b b plus actor for a little while now um i know him most from uh, pulse one of my favorite if you haven't seen pulse in a long time you need to watch pulse again pulse was a really good movie um but anyways um uh so yeah wild dog that that'll be another character in arrow season five i'm hoping this next season five is going to be good so so i guess we'll find out uh, moving on, um, Nick Zano is set to play Citizen Steel in Legends of Tomorrow season two. Now, Citizen Steel is a big comic book character. Um, I never really read anything about him in the comics. Uh, I know a little bit about him. I know he's a uh, uh, a good guy. I don't think he's a bad guy. Um, a villain. I think he's a. Uh, a hero so it would be really cool to have another hero on Legend of Tomorrow. I don't know if he's going to be a series regular or if they're just going to run into him. I guess we'll find out uh, when when it happens. It's probably, it's probably just going to be a, a character that they just run into for an episode and see how it goes. Maybe if he's good, maybe if people like him then then he'll get some more episodes in. So I guess we'll find out. Um, but that's it for DC Talk. Um, We're moving on to other movies that do exist. So we know uh, Beverly Hills Cop 4 is being made, Um, but how exciting would it be to see Eddie Murphy return to play Axel Foley? Uh, The answer is it would be very exciting um, because Eddie Murphy, right now, he hasn't been at the top of his game. So having him play an iconic character such as Axel Foley one more time, that may be the the thing that he needs to kind of get back on top or to kind of help himself remember what it used to be like to play a good character because he hasn't played one in a long time. He tried going PG. He needs to go back to R. So I'm hoping that the writers for Beverly Hills Cop 4 write Axel Foley's character in there. Alright, moving on. Of course, another reboot. Shrek, the DreamWorks um, animated character Shrek, is getting a reboot. Um, So we're going to Shrek ourselves before we wreck ourselves. I'm so sorry I said that, Shrek's getting a reboot. Um, no word yet on how it may affect the series or how it may look animation wise, um, but we we know that it's getting a reboot. I mean it's been, how long has it been, probably like 15 years since the first movie, but the story is the same. It's always going to be the same, so I don't know how they're going to change the story to make it reboot, how they're going to make it different than the than the uh, other franchise, uh, so I guess we'll find out. Next up, we have some Fast and Furious 8 news. Um, Helen Mirren has been added to the cast of Fast and Furious 8. Um, no word yet on who she is going to play. Um, I'm hoping that she's going to play a villain, because she's an amazing actress, and amazing uh, villainous, char- villainous character. Um, I think she could play a villain very well. So that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping she plays a villain. Um, so also, if you thought Annabelle was amazing in The Conjuring, uh, you were probably really excited when the Annabelle spinoff movie came out. Um, a lot of people watched it. A lot of people liked it. Now, if you thought The Nun was amazing in The Conjuring 2, if you have seen it, you will be excited excited to know that there is going to be a Nun spinoff movie. So that'll be interesting. I, I'm wondering if they're going to do that for every single, like, Conjuring movie that they release. I I mean, it's starting to become a pattern. Um, I, I know there's going to be a Conjuring 3, I'm hoping that it's gonna be the Black Veil uh the Black Veiled Demon or Ghost, I think is what it was. Black Veiled Um I think it was Black Veiled Bride, but I th- I know there's a band too, so I'm hoping I'm not mixing them up. Um but anyways, uh the nun in The Conjuring, a lot of people didn't like her that much. They thought it was like a a weird uh a weird thing to add in the movie. Um, but I, I'm, I'm excited. I love spin-off movies and I, I love Annabelle, so I'm hoping that The Nun will be a good movie. So I guess we'll find out. Uh, also, one last thing for other movies that do exist. I wanted to say this, um, out of respect. I wanted to say rest in peace Anton Yelchin. Um, uh, he died in a car crash on 619. Uh, June nineteenth, he was uh, twenty-seven years old. I actually have been a big fan of his for uh, a long time, ever since like ever since I watched him in Charlie Bartlett. Um, a lot of people knew him mostly from Alpha Dog, um, and of course Star Trek nowadays. Um, he was in Fright Night, a great in Fright Night. Um, but I I knew him in uh, Charlie Bartlett, where he played a kid that was just trying to um trying to live his life uh so rip rest in peace uh yeah it's, a, it's such a tragedy it's 27 years old it's not that not that old uh so yeah N- moving on though we're moving on to tv time So, Matt Lucas, or Nardole, will be returning to season 10 of Doctor Who. Um, I love Doctor Who. You know I love Doctor Who. Everybody that watches this knows I love Doctor Who. And this last season was, for me, it was really good. Um, Really slow to start off with, but that's how it always is with, uh, with Doctor Who. It's really slow on the the front of season, front of this even the beginning of the season, um, and it just, once you're in, like, episode six or seven, then it gets really insane, um, and that's how it was. I mean, this past season, the Doctor lived, like, uh, one episode was, like, uh, what was it, like, 11 million, no, one episode was, like, six billion years. It was amazing how, how the writers wrote that in there. Um, I love Doctor Who, and... Nardal, um in the episode uh the Husbands of R- River Song I think is what yeah he was in the Husbands of River Song uh I think that was a great character um so uh, I'm I, I would wouldn't mind him being in some wacky adventures uh I don't know if he's going to be a recurring character or if he's just going to be in it an episode or two uh but yeah it's definitely exciting because he's a Matt Lucas was a great actor played a great great role so look forward to that back all the way in 2017 because that's how long it'll take for season 10 to come out which I freaking hate but anyways um but at least we're having a season 10 uh at when we compare it to series like Orphan Black where season five is going to be its last season um I don't watch Orphan Black, I really need to because I've heard it's such an amazing show. Uh, But yeah, season 5 is going to be its last season. Uh, I know, I think it's on season 4 right now, so next season is going to be the last season. So it's a lot of uh, uh, bad news for Orphan Black fans. Uh, Another thing I wanted to talk about was Scream Queens. Uh, so for the cast of season two, uh, John Stamos has been added, which makes complete sense because um, let's grandfathered who he was starring in with Josh Peck. Uh, that one was not uh, that one was canceled. So John Stamos needs a paycheck. So him going on Scream Queens, which is about a bunch of hot people being murdered, that's a great move because he's he can be terrifying and he can also be charming and good looking he's always charming and always good looking but he can be terrifying so that's really exciting i'm actually really excited for this next season of Scream queens so yeah let's move on so i told you i wanted to talk about e3 this is game central we have a lot of e3 stuff that we want to go over real quick um, I'm, like I said, I'm only going to do the bullet points, um, so let's first start with Sony. Sony uh, had some major stuff that it revealed. Uh, God of War, the franchise that they are rebooting, uh, there's an entirely new look to it, entirely new storyline to it, there's an entirely new feel to the game. Um, also a huge major reveal that Hideo Kojima has partnered with Sony to form Death Stranding with Norman Reedus as the lead. Um, We knew that um, Hideo Kojima was with Nintendo and uh, he was trying to do his uh, Silent Hills project with Norman Reedus and that didn't really pan out. Um, So having Hideo Kojima with Norman Reedus in this new Death Stranding game Um, is amazing we don't really know much about Death Stranding right now it looks like it's going to be like a island survival game Uh, but having Norman Reedus at the helm of it at at you playing as Norman Reedus that's never a bad thing also one amazing thing is PlayStation VR, Uh, a lot of stuff was released uh, regarding the PlayStation virtual reality, Uh, a lot of uh, almost every single, um, what's the word, Uh, entertainment uh, company is trying to figure out VR and how they're going to bring it to uh, consumers Uh, and PlayStation VR is the PlayStation's uh, idea. Uh, so, that's really cool. Also, uh, we've been waiting for The Last Guardian for I don't know how long, years. And 10 2016 is the official release date. Now, that's hoping or, or that's wishing that doesn't get changed. Because, as you all know, it's changed many times. But yeah, 10 2016 is The Last Guardian's release date. And last for Sony, um, Resident Evil 7. The trailer for Resident Evil 7 made it look very good. Um, it looks like it is going back to the survival horror aspect of Resident Evil that made the, the original games so good and so worth playing um, compared to Resident Evil 5 or 6 which the only reason that you played it was like a shoot 'em up game. Um so having Resident Evil 7 go back to the ways of Resident Evil 3 or 4 is a really good good thing. And really exciting. But that's it for Sony. Uh, moving on to Microsoft. Uh there's Microsoft Play Anywhere. Microsoft Play Anywhere is like a a digital store for Microsoft where you can buy a game on your Xbox One and then you could also play it on your PC for no additional charge which is awesome because I mean you've had to to buy them both on if you, know, you had to choose either Xbox or PC now you don't have to choose which is amazing um, also the Xbox One S it's a new Xbox One system that's coming out it's exactly the same thing as iPhone does. iPhone 6S, iPhone six. Um, all it is is just a iPhone. Uh, I mean Xbox One. That is slimmer. Has uh, eight, eight quad uh, like, eight quad core chips. Uh, so it's a little faster. It can play four uh, K um, HD. So it's definitely. Better than the Xbox One? Is it worth spending 400 more dollars on it? Uh, you be the judge. Also, it had uh, Microsoft released a couple game uh, trailers for Dead Rising 4, Forza Horizon 3, Sea of Thieves, and Scalebound, and all of those look pretty uh, pretty interesting. Uh, next up, uh, Nintendo. So Nintendo had one main huge thing about what they released, um, and that was Zelda. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. So that's really exciting. I mean, I haven't, uh, to be honest, I haven't really been a Zelda-like player. I'm a fan of Zelda. And I love Zelda so much, but I'm not a huge player of Zelda. I know it's it's it, it's weird and it's it's sucks, but I just I know a lot about Zelda, but I just haven't played all of the games. I haven't I pr- I probably only played like one or two games, and I've beaten only one, um, and that was Ocarina of Time. Um, but yeah, I I love Zelda so much and I'm really excited for this new game, especially for the way that it looks, it's open world, which is amazing, um, so it's really exciting to have this new Zelda game, um, and I know, and I know a lot of people are excited for it, so, so yeah, keep your eyes open for this new Zelda game. Alright, and uh, next up we have Nintendo NX. Um, Nintendo NX, it's kind of like a, I think it's like a Nintendo interface, or a Nintendo, um, yeah, interface is the best way to put it. It's like how you would navigate the Nintendo console. Um, so I, 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 from what I hear, it's um, got really good specs and really good reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know too much about it, but it's really interesting nonetheless. Next up, we're going to go on to the EA conference, Uh, Titanfall 2. Um, We saw the teaser a little while ago. Um, They confirmed that Titanfall 2 is going to have a single player campaign added. Uh, We also got to see some video game trailers for Battlefield 1, which looks incredible. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, which looks awesome. And FIFA 17, which I'm not a huge FIFA fan, but I know a ton of people are. And FIFA 17 looks really amazing. Moving on to Ubisoft. Ubisoft had an amazing uh, amazing couple of uh, video game trailers. Um, started off with South Park Fractured But Whole fractured butthole. Ha! Uh, the sequel to South Park, The Stick of Truth, um, this South Park looks amazing. It it looks like, looks like it has the comedic, um, feel as the first one, um, and it's a different type of story. Also, With them using the comic not the comic, the superhero characters that they have, um, compared to the uh, medieval or fantasy characters that they used in the first one, so they're they're already changing it up. Really amazing. Next up, they uh, they had the For Honor video game trailer, which we got to see last year, but we have to see a little bit more, which it looks. Looks pretty cool. The fighting, the fighting, uh, the combat system looks really amazing and really uh, high tech. Um, there's also uh, steep and grow up, and also there was a Watch Dogs Two trailer which we got to see last week. But yeah, those all look really amazing. Uh, also Bethesda. Bethesda had a couple things that they wanted to uh, that they showed. Uh, There was this Dishonored 2 that that they talked about. Um, There's also a game called Prey that they were releasing that looks really good. Um, Also, what I'm really, really excited excited for is uh, Quake Champions, which uh, if you all remember Quake the games way back when, uh, which were amazing games, this one looks really, really, really cool. It's going to be a first-person shooter game, um, and by Bethesda, first-person shooter game. Yeah, that, that's going to be amazing. Um, also, what I'm really excited for is Skyrim, the Special Edition. Um, this one looks really cool. It's uh, HD, like, remastered. Um, Again, because even when it came out, it had amazing graphics, but now the graphics look even better. Um, And also, uh, one thing that makes the game worthwhile is you can play modded maps on your console, which is incredible. Um, You only could do that on PC until now. Um, So that makes a game worth buying right there, especially for me. So that's it for all of the conferences. I wanted to just say the winner of E3 2016. Uh, We know E3 2015, the winner was was Bethesda, and that was because of Fallout 4 mainly. Uh, But the winner of E3 2016 is Sony. Sony uh, had an amazing review with Hideo Kojima's partnership with Sony, Um, a new Death Stranding video game that they created, God of War, Rebirth, and PlayStation VR, yeah, Sony did a home run this year. Even though I'm a Microsoft fan, Sony hit it out of the park with this year. And I'm I'm man enough to admit that. Alright, let's move on on to box office race it's a race in the box office everyone last weekend warcraft now you see me 2 and the conjuring 2 the enfield poltergeist came out i thought warcraft was going to get 30 million opening weekend but it only got 24.1 that was a little close Um, i also thought now you see me 2 was going to get 30 million opening weekend and it got 22.4 so yeah that was a little close also Um, i was a little off more often Warcraft but not too bad. Um, I also thought The Conjuring 2 The Anfield Poltergeist was going to get 18 million opening weekend because I thought horror movies don't usually get big opening weekends and I was wrong because this weekend it got 40.4. It was number one in the box office this weekend which almost never happens for a horror movie so that feat alone is amazing. Um, It's really exciting horror movies are, are actually starting to make money, who knew. Um, this weekend we have Finding Dory and Central Intelligence coming out. Um, I think Finding Dory will get 100 million, easy, probably more than that. Uh, I also think Central Intelligence is going to get, so let's say 18 million opening weekend. Uh, next weekend, we have Independence Day Resurgence, The Shallows, and Free State of Jones coming out. So I will give my predictions on how much they're going to make in their opening weekend next week. But as you all know, Box Office Race is the last thing that we do for now. Um, until I get a little bit more to do on story time, I'm not going to be doing a trivia when I'm by myself because it's not fun for me. And I know it's not fun for you. Uh, but, that's it everyone, thank you so much for watching, we'll be back next week to, w- to let you know what big news was released throughout the week. Go ahead and click the link on the left of your screen to go to our website, www.amsfilms.com. You can click the link on the right side of your screen to go to our short film, the more you know. Go ahead and like this video and subscribe to our channel. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud, and iTunes, and all those links are in the description below and of course if you click our logo at the top that will subscribe you to our podcast again if you're listening on itunes you can see the video version on our youtube and if you're watching on youtube you can listen to the audio version on our itunes but if you're listening on itunes it would be a huge help if you rated and reviewed our podcast um, and again my twitter is at My uh, int- Instagram. Instagram is at SuggsMatthew also, and on Snapchat, you can follow me on Snapchat, it's Maticus12, M-A-T-T-I-C-U-S-1-2 on Snapchat. Thank you for watching, and bye-bye.